Hey, welcome to Travel Time. Today we're talking about the Grand Tetons and Jackson Hole in Wyoming. And it's basically a continuation of our trip. We started out in Glacier National Park. If you've been listening to the other episodes, spent a couple days there and then a couple of days, several days in Yellowstone. And then we ventured south to the Grand Tetons. From our jumping off point at Old Faithful Snow Lodge to the Grand Tetons was two and a half hours about. It's about 97 miles. And we were staying in Jackson Hole, not in, inside the park. We were um, on our way out, saw some beautiful elk on the way down. And actually, before we got to Jackson Hole, we stopped on the way um, on the north end of the park to have lunch at Coulter Bay Village. Basically, we wanted to stop and get some first pictures of the Grand Tetons and Lake Jackson from close up. And they had a place called Ranch House at Coulter Bay where we stopped for lunch. The food there was really good. Um, we really enjoyed it. It was moderately priced. I would say not cheap, um, but also not ridiculous. So, you know, you're in a national park. Have At least I have some kind of expectation that the food will be a little more expensive because of the, you know, you're kind of in the limited choices and that kind of stuff. But it wasn't too bad. And we, I think everyone that went enjoyed what we had. It wasn't super crowded. Um, we were on a, the early side of lunchtime, um, but we were afraid that if we waited till the end, we'd be really super hungry. So we stopped there. We drove on from there. We were staying at the lodge at Jackson Hole for a couple of nights. So this is a hotel that's a little bit off the downtown area. It's a nice hotel. It's kind of decorated with black bears all over the place, like little um, statue type things of them. And a lot of natural details, like um, wooden rails on the staircase that look like logs instead of just wood planks and things like that. It's a nice atmosphere. The room was really nice, and we were, I admit, very happy to find that it had air conditioning because the last two hotels hadn't, and we were visiting in a heat wave. So we were kind of happy to have a couple days with a little bit of air conditioning, I will confess. The other piece was breakfast came with staying there and the breakfast was um, a nice buffet kind of what you expect from a free breakfast but a step above kind of like what you get at a Hampton or the similar kinds of ones there um, they had scrambled eggs and I think they had some um, different pastries and things like that it was good and they also had which was a nice feature and we had, we did actually take advantage of this an indoor outdoor pool so half the pool is indoors and half the pool is outdoors and I guess when it's colder they can shut the divider so that you can swim in just the heated half of the pool inside. But the weather was nice when we were there, so people were kind of swimming in and out. And they did have a little hot tub there. So we we enjoyed that, and it was kind of a nice, relaxing uh, time there. So we wandered around a little bit and explored Jackson Hole, of course, did a little bit of sightseeing, watched the Old West show, um, and just kind of relaxed and enjoyed the town. The town has a really nice atmosphere, and um, it's just kind of a fun town. One of the evenings, we ate at Bar J Chuck Wagon. It's a Chuck Wagon and Western music show, and it's actually in, I believe, Moose, Wyoming, which is just outside of Jackson. It's a pretty short drive from Jackson, and we were actually recommended it um, by a friend of my son's. So my son at the time was, I think, in eighth grade, and one of his friends spends a lot of time in Jackson Hole, and he recommended this this spot for us and said it was a fun place to go. I will let you know you should reserve it well in advance. They do sell out often and quickly. Um, the reservation also, 
what a couple things to know just about the whole reservation process and you know just kind of how it works there you basically want to arrive early to get a table because the reservation holds your ticket but not a table so when you get there you wait in a line you go up and you tell them you have a reservation and they'll check you off the list and you'll pay for the dinner and tell them what kind of food you want so they have barbecue beef chicken um, a combo plate that's like uh, chicken ribs ribs and steak and the prices range from 35 to 49 we mostly got steak and ribs i think one of us got a combo plate no one got barbecue beef but i will also tell you i read online that barbecue beef there is not as good as all the other things it might be the cheapest thing but it's not as good the prices range from 35 to 49 and then they have a kid's plate which is 18 which has a choice of chicken or beef or ribs so all of those things come with baked potato, beans, biscuits, applesauce, spice cake, and either coffee or lemonade. So it's a pretty good spread. And the food is plentiful and good. So you pick what you want, but then once you go through the line the first time, once every table's gone through, which takes less than 25 minutes, it's like 650 people in less than a half hour, you can keep going through until they run out of food, basically. So you can pretty much fill up anyone. But... You get there early, and by early, I mean we got there, oh, probably about two hours before dinner, which was about 30 to 45 minutes before they actually opened the ticket office. So they open, the gate's open at 5.30, and then the dinner bell is at 7. So you want to get there at least by 5.30, because we got there, and we were already probably like the 30th per, 30th group of people there, or 30th person or whatever we got a second row table which was really nice but I've heard some stories about people who got there about half an hour before and ended up like 10 rows back and the, the view wasn't as good so basically reserve early plan to get there so that you can get your ticket for your food and you know, especially if you care where you sit if you don't care where you sit that's fine too um, they do have a Western village of gift shops and activities that they talk about on their website. They make it sound, in my opinion, a lot bigger than it is. Because I was kind of thinking, this would, oh, we can wander around and see that in the time between we get there and when dinner is. So it's like an hour and a half between when you get there and sit at your table versus when dinner starts. It's like a gift shop and a couple of little like demo stations. So like one demo station has Dutch oven cake or Dutch oven bread or muffins and rolls and things like that and you can go and you can get a sampling of that and then there's a drink station of course where you can buy drinks if you don't want lemonade or coffee and then a, a very small gift shops and then just kind of a few little western things that people can look around at it's interesting but it will not hold your it won't hold, to hold your attention for very long so my one advice would be if you have really little kids and you're reading that thinking, oh, that's what we'll do while we're waiting for dinner to keep people occupied, it's not going to keep them that occupied. I would bring like a coloring book or something or something along those lines for them to kind of play with um, because I don't think it would hold the interest very long. Our kids went over, got free biscuits and came back and just kind of hung out. There's also not a lot of Wi-Fi, so if you're relying on some kind of electronics to hold their attention, you won't have a Wi-Fi connection. So basically plan ahead. Obviously, older kids are probably going to do fine because it's not like the end of the world that they can't get on their phones or whatever. Once the show, the show starts basically as you're finishing up the meal 
And I just thought it was kind of a fun, entertaining show and also pretty funny. I would definitely do it again. I think our boys liked it as older kids slash teens. And as I recommended, one of their friends even recommended it to us. And the food and show were worth the price. And so I think I would probably do it again just because it was fun. Another fun thing we did when we were there, and it was totally unexpected, was we went on an evening boat ride on Jenny Lake. And it was purely by accident. So we went over... We had a little bit of time in the evening and didn't really have any plans and wanted, were kind of anxious to see the Grand Tetons after we had gotten settled at the hotel and everything. And so we were walking. They had kind of a temporary visitor center because they were in the middle of refurbishing a lot of the area around Jenny Lake. And we wandered around on the trail around Jenny Lake as far as we could, a little bit away. Parts of it were closed due to a rock slide, apparently, when we were there. But while we were walking, we walked by this boat dock and a boat had just pulled in and they were getting ready to go out on their last trip of the evening on a sunset cruise. And they happened to have four spots available. So we um, jumped in. You can buy the tickets right there at the boathouse. And it ended up being a really fun experience. We had a really nice vantage point for the Tetons, really good pictures of sunset from the lake. And uh, it was just a nice, relaxing way to spend the evening with some great views. And we really enjoyed it. It was a great kind of unexpected, um, fun time for us. One of the mornings when we were there, we went on a float trip down the Snake River. And this was with Barker Ewing. And they did a really nice job. Their team is really um, knowledgeable about what they do, really friendly, and really enjoyed all of that. The one critique I would have is that when I booked it on the website... From what I read, I I understood that I was reserving one that was a float trip on the Snake River through Grand Teton National Park. But it ended up that the part that we were on, they took us down the Snake River, but south of the park. So we weren't in the Grand Tetons at all. Um, So there wasn't a lot in the way of view. It was very relaxing and fun. I think we saw like an eagle. But I had expected to be kind of sailing right through the mountains, mountainous areas, and we weren't. So... I think it would be even better to go through the park. And I will say that they do do that. So it wasn't that it looked like that on the website. And then we went and it wasn't that. They somehow switched us to the one that was not through the park. And I'm not sure. I was never really sure why. And I'm not sure if you can like guarantee that or if they just like divide you up and tell you where to go. Um, But if you really want to go through the park, I'm guessing I would recommend calling them to double check because online it looks like you're reserving that, but that's not actually what you get. Um, so they may have cleared that up by now, but I just thought I would mention it in case you have your heart set on going through, going through the park. And a couple of times, um, as far as restaurants go, we ate at one pizza restaurant that was downtown. That was really good. And I cannot find the name of it now that we're home. So it's, I know it was upstairs. We had to go upstairs in a building. And another one I would mention, if you're staying at the lodge at Jackson Hole, almost across the street, it was actually kind of like across the street and down a little bit. So we, we walked there, we ate at the noodle kitchen and we ate there. I'll be honest, because it within, within walking distance, we were tired. We didn't want to go all the way back up to town on the, they did have a free shuttle. So it was pretty easy to go back up, but we just wanted to eat and go back and rest. And so we went there the first night just because of that. And it was, the food was phenomenal. Um, the service was great. The The food was great. The prices were good. Um, Several people in my family like sushi and they love the sushi there. And then they had lots of good non-sushi stuff like hibachi and things like that. Not hibachi where they cook in front of you, but just hibachi style. 
And we loved it. We loved it so much that another night when we were tired, we actually walked back over there and ate there again, (laughs) Um, just because it was so great and it was so convenient. So we definitely recommend that spot. It was a really nice value. Yummy, for lack of a better word. Uh, The other stuff we did in Grand Teton, we, of course, visited Mormon Row and took the classic pictures. And um, as I mentioned, we walked around Jenny Lake. We could not go up to Inspiration Point, which is a popular place there, because it was closed due to a rock slide. And kind of they were reconfiguring the trail because of it. But we did take the Taggart Lake and Bradley Lake Loop. Um, It's about a six-mile hike round trip. And the Taggart part is pretty busy. There's a lot of heavy traffic on that part of the trail. But if you continue on and go to Bradley Lake, it's listed as a heavily trafficked trail in a couple of places. But once you get past Taggart Lake, it's not really heavily trafficked at all. And a lot of times it was almost like we were alone. On, the, on that part of the hike. And definitely when we got to Bradley Lake, we were the only people within like earshot, eyeshot. And so it was like we had Bradley Lake all to ourselves. They're both lakes that were carved by glaciers and just kind of tucked up in the mountain. It took about two to three hours for the six mile round trip, uh, but I would definitely encourage it. it. The hike to Taggart is listed as moderate, but it's on the easier side. And then when you continue on to Bradley, it gets a little bit more strenuous going up to Bradley, but it's still pretty much a moderate trail. You know, give it a try, especially if you want to kind of get back off the beaten path and see something a little different. That was probably my favorite trail other than Grinnell Lake Trail of the whole trip. I really, I really just loved getting back there and and spending time at Bradley Lake. So those are some of the biggest things we did at Grand Teton and Jackson. Um, definitely a fun place to visit. Definitely does not take as much time as it takes to see Yellowstone, but I do do recommend visiting and taking in the sites uh, a lot there. We did drive past the Elk Refuge, but since it was summertime, the elk weren't really there because they go there more in the winter. But highly recommend the area. And our next podcast will be about, you've, met, you've heard me mention a few times, there are things that we discovered that we didn't do on this trip, but we I would, I would want to do when we come back. So I'm going to do an episode kind of about what would I like to see there that we didn't get to see um, in case it's helpful for anyone who's planning a trip about something they didn't want to miss. And we'll probably just talk a little bit about a few of the favorite things we saw, just kind of our short list of things we want to do at all the parks when we, if we ever go back. And for now, thanks for joining me and happy travels.